Hi, friends. Long time no talk. I really missed you guys or whoever is listening to this. I miss kind of verbalizing what goes on up here. But I'm back from my hiatus. I wish I had a clear reason why, but I'm a junior in high school. I think that's all I have to say about that. So I kind of want to talk about something that's been on my mind recently. I'm not really sure as to why I've been thinking about it so much, but I think it's really important. And I think it could mean the difference between living a fulfilling life and one that's sort of boring and convoluted. Ready? Reflection. Thinking about who you are and what you want to be. And versus the good and bad of what you're doing right now. And stepping back and having the ability to step back. Ugh. My mom used to tell me that reflection was everything. And I didn't really know what she meant by that. Until I kind of got older and and kind of tried to apply what she said to my life. I must say, your parents and just older people in general, they really are full of wisdom. And what they said, what they say should never be just shrugged off. It's really easy to kind of ignore what adults say because obviously they're adults, they know best, whatever. I want to bask in whatever tomfoolery i'm doing now but if you want to grow and kind of mature at a faster rate then just listen to your to your parents or or your teachers or any sort of um open wisdom they be willing to give anyway reflection is so so important honestly i don't know who i would be if i wasn't thinking about who i was and what i'm doing and kind of aiming for self-awareness i think maturing means self-awareness um that's not necessarily a good thing if you want to kind of just stay being youthful and and um naive then go for it i know i'm still a teenager and i should still kind of reside in this this aura of immaturity but i don't think i really get to choose when I grow up, but honestly, I'm really glad that I did, that I did mature at the age and velocity that I am, that I was, and I'm still growing, we all are, I'm still growing, and anyway, to me, I think reflection really means stepping back and really picking apart what you do and why you do it, or the thoughts that you have, And full disclosure, I'm not some self-awareness guru. I do what I think is best for me. And I'm just here to vocalize that. So for me, I think reflection is understanding why I do the things I do. Or at least try to understand them. Let me give you an example, okay? Through the halls of school, I try to make a conscious effort to say hello to 
everyone I know, or at least everyone I somewhat know, even really, really loose acquaintances. A simple smile or a wave can go a really long way, and I know when I'm on the receiving side of them, I feel really warm and, and welcome, and I just like having a... saying hello. We're social people. I'm sorry. We are social organisms. And a small little interaction like that really makes my bit day. If I want to go a step further, I'll even compliment someone. And sometimes I'll even compliment strangers on the s- street. It is so oddly fulfilling and I can't get enough of it. And like where what what does it hurt? It may take a little anxiety to get over a slight little hurdle, but once you do it, I feel like you'll just steamroll into into doing it for other people. For example, on Valentine's Day, I was in a Starbucks and I was waiting for my drink. And there was this woman who was sitting at the at a table and she was wearing this unbelievable red dress and these red glasses and red lipstick. And her fit was just so put together and it was so cohesive and she put effort into it. I could tell, or at least maybe she was hoping that people could tell. And I wanted to let her know, lady, I see you. And I like that you're celebrating the Valentine's Day spirit. So... As I'm waiting for my drink, I look over to her and I'm thinking in my head, I, I gotta compliment this lady. And if I don't, then I'm going to be mad for the rest of the day. I get my coffee. I walk to the door and I, I made a plan. I could have walked another way out of the store, but instead I walked the longer way just to pass this lady. So I walk past her and when I get close to her, I speak really slowly and I I go, oh my god, you are gorgeous. I love your dress. And I feel like maybe this is a reach. It's not a reach. But I her, feel like her face just lit up. And her eyes just got really bright. And she grinned and she said, oh my god, thank you. That's, that's the nicest thing I've heard all week. And I grinned and I walked away. And even though I didn't get complimented and... No one told me how good my red dress looked. I felt great and I felt fulfilled and I want to feel like that all the time. I think this goes to show um, what reflection can do for me. Like, why would I ever need to compliment a stranger? It's really a superfluous thing, an action. And it doesn't need to be done on my part and it takes more energy, but there is an immense payoff. For the rest of the day, I felt invigorated and reinvigorated. And I bet that lady walked away kind of happy. I know when I receive compliments from strangers, I feel really ecstatic. And I still remember them, remember them to this day. Actually, I'll tell those stories really quick. In middle school, uh, no, in fifth grade, I bought a pair of Jordans because I wanted to fit in. And I remember I was at a Chili's and this girl walked up to me while I was leaving the bathroom and she said, I really like your shoes. And she walked away. I still remember. Okay, another thing. Oh, actually, this is a story of when I complimented someone else. I was at a beach with my friends, um, I think in elementary school. And I was kind of nerdy, really into Nintendo. 
and there was this kid uh i think like maybe a little younger than i was who was wearing a like a really bright blue shirt and it had the character sonic on it the hedgehog you know what i did i walked past him because we were going to that an ice cream store i walked past him i go i really like your shirt really cool and he was caught off guard but i think he appreciated it these little small things they they hold so much meaning and they're so nuanced but i feel like it it rarely happens i think compliments really make a stranger's day and not only that they they make the giver really really happy i think it's a prime example of being able to recognize what this superfluous action can do for you and for the receiver it's just an automatic way to feel better and kind of boost your confidence and kind of give you some some insight into what you didn't think you could do. Like, I didn't have the confidence to give a stranger a compliment, but there I was. And both parties win. Another aspect about really picking apart your brain is being able to do it all the time. And not just in times where you think it's critical. Let's say you got into a altercation with someone or you just got into a disagreement with your buddy. Obviously, both parties would feel upset, but then you would do most of the reflecting. It's not so much throughout the day that you do it. It's when moments are most tender and vulnerable. Why is that? I feel like if we held the same level of criticalness as we do when we disagree or get into intense moments and we took that and kind of was critical of ourselves all the time then we could just be better people you get into an argument with someone and you're like why did i say that and why did i act this way or maybe you don't think it's your fault and maybe you think it's the other person's and that is all totally valid but all these thoughts could mean more if if you just thought about them more throughout your day. I saw this tip for when you're getting into an argument that goes like, pretend that you're being recorded so whatever you say and do is immortalized. That should be applicable to your everyday. I'll provide another example. I'm a student. When I'm in class, I find that I only participate when the class itself is rather dull. If there's someone whose voice is taking up the most space and they're being more headstrong and kind of leading the discussion, I kind of tend to shy away. And I kind of avoid using my voice because I overanalyze every nuance of the conversation and every interaction the students and teachers are having. Obviously, participation is important, and obviously, I, I want my thoughts to be heard and, and validated. I think, especially, a lot of the time, I find class discussion really intriguing, and I, I really want to be a part of it. I, ended up, I end up psyching myself out and, and overthinking about what I say and scared of how I'll sound and be afraid of this idea that I'm butting in and not really welcome in the conversation when... It's class time and everyone is welcome. I should try to think about 
why exactly I'm not participating. Why I think I'm afraid of being judged. And I'm, I'm not, I'm really a person that advocates for not caring about what people think of you, but it's, it's, uh, it's easier said than done. Easier said than done. So why don't I participate in class and do things that I really want to do? Well, for one, I guess I'm afraid I'll mess up, but I guess that's a confidence issue and that I should just be self-assured in whatever I have to say because I know I'm capable and I know my voice will be appreciated at the end of the day. I think that's the sole fear and if I can just get over that, I think I'm in the clear. And whenever I do end up participating, I feel great and it's almost liberating. It's getting, again, getting over this hurdle of of initial ambivalence. I think thinking about why we avoid doing what we really want to do and why we end up th- doing the things that don't really matter, it, it could contribute to making progress as a human, as a student, as an employee, as a as a daughter, a sister, a friend. And maybe as you improve your quality of life and are more aware of what you can do and what you can't do, or at least what's stopping you, it may inspire other people to be better. And maybe that's that's what defines this podcast episode, is that I, I'm imploring you to try to be more reflective and ask questions be curious one of the best things i could i could best advice i could offer as an experienced seasoned 17 year old and in the modern day is to just ask questions recently we had a career day at my school where alumni came in and talked about the sort of occupations that they they're in and the fields that they were in and their experiences in doing so and it was really eye opening and i really liked kind of having a head start on this, on our, on my, um, future, uh, job, and kind of these people telling us their day-to-day, and, and what they do, and it's really just cut and dry, and it's, and it's very insightful. I was listening to this panel of people speak, and and what they were saying really enthralled me. And I was I found myself nodding. And, oh, another piece of advice is to kind of track the speaker. My freshman year art teacher always told us to track your teacher, your professor, your superior. Always, always let them know that you're listening. It can really take you far and has taken me farther than I had ever anticipated. And anyway, the panel was speaking and I was found myself nodding. And I was really just like, yeah, yeah, totally. It's not so much that I could relate, but I found what they were saying to be maybe beneficial later to me in the future. And even taking what these people say and trying to apply it into my life is another example of me trying to reflect and and think about things to a deeper extent. So the panel ended and these people, these people were nice um, and they were really great. Um, The I believe the field was medicine and health that they were talking about and I ended up 
I was debating asking them a question at the end because, you know, at the end of every panel, the speakers are always like, any questions, concerns, anything you want to tell us? And I'd say like 90% of the time, it's just silence and just people kind of just nod their head. They're kind of waiting for it to be over. People always disregard what's being spoken to them and instead just wait for their turn to speak. I find myself guilty of doing this, but it's it's applicable if you look for it. And it was very uh, very evident in this sort of situation because not everyone is interested in career talk, and that's totally fine. Um, but they were asking if anyone had questions, and there was like a shrug here and there, like a nod no here and there, but my heart was racing, and I had this question in mind, and these people were like, the most friendly, outgoing, really outspoken people I've encountered. And I was pushing myself internally to ask this question because I was genuinely curious and I want to know more. And like, what chance are you going to get to speak with alumni in fields that you want to go into and get some firsthand experience? I feel like this is so uncommon and especially to have it from people that have been through the same experience as me going through the same school it really is it really is a blessing and I think a lot of people fail to realize this and it's a great opportunity a great way to build a connections and network but anyway I ended up raising my hand and asking my question and I think these people were sort of grateful that there was at least one question that came from the crowd but I felt proud and I'm glad that you know I was I was the person that asked the question. I'm sure that registered in their heads too that I was listening. And it gave me some in more insight. And I think I used that experience really well of that panel. Being curious is really, really just helps you. It kind of shows that you're devoted and and driven and you're willing to put in effort into everything you do and being curious is definitely the definition of reflection or at least a part of it to be curious you really have to understand what you're um wondering about and why you're wondering about the topic you are you know what i mean I feel like to ask questions about something, you really have to know and and digest what's what's being given to you. So then you could form formulate a, a question out of it and really test your understanding. Another thing, I um I was speaking to um some underclassmen, more like middle schoolers, about diversity equity inclusion the other day i was i was on a panel actually it's actually really funny i was on the on the other party in this situation i was just talking about but i was speaking to some younger kids just about the high school experience and being involved in diversity work and it was basically just an introductory um panel on what it would be like as these middle schoolers head to the high school and i think i'm i'm fairly involved in my school's uh, diversity, equity, inclusion, DEI work. So I was put up there and I was asked to speak about my experiences and it's very pleasant. And I enjoyed 
um, sharing sort of my piece about my experience. And anyway, I was speaking to middle schoolers and I was once there too, having a not long attention span. Generally, when you speak to a crowd, there's always people that are going to be like looking away and not really tuned in. And that's totally fine. I'm, I've been there too, but I don't know if it's just me, but being up there, you could definitely tell who's being present and who's not. You know, eye contact is telling, body language, and the single thing is if they're asking questions or not. We were speaking and uh, the panelists were kind of passing the mic about and um, we were just kind of basing our discussion off of questions that the moderator gave us. But there was this this amazing, amazing kid. And I'm only saying amazing because he, he asked a question and he was willing enough to raise his hand in front of the whole group, which was like, I don't know, 60 kids, maybe 50, and ask a question. It shows that he was really, really listening. We were sitting there and the moderator kind of paused and this kid shot up his hand really enthusiastically and he asked this question. And in, in that moment, I, I was like, it registered that someone was really listening. And I, I kind of wanted to go up after, go to him after the, the panel and kind of just speak to him, even though he was a middle schooler. It just felt really nice to be heard and, and respected and that he was listening so intently that he was able to digest what we were saying and ask a question and be curious. He was curious. And as a, as an aspiring curious person myself, I can really appreciate it. I still think about that kid and that panel was weeks ago, but what, what a great, what a great attendee. Another example of being reflecting, being reflective um, mainly in school, is that for this independent research team we have, we have weekly meetings, and there's faculty and staff, but also the whole group of students come listen to a presentation about each of the group's findings and their recent data and conclusions that they made about their own group. And I love attending these. These are super, super interesting, actually, but that's besides the point. The moderators, not so much moderators, the staff ask you to ask questions. And I got to tell you, this is not easy stuff to digest. Like there is computer science related conversations. There is molecular biology related, cancer related. Um, a, a lot of different, like the corners of each science is touched upon in these presentations. And, and it's not rudimentary data. It's very, very sophisticated very very seasoned sort of work that we're reviewing and to really understand what the group's goals are um you have to tune in for the entire thing and it is mentally strenuous i will say but it is so so profound and and as an audience member i i suppose that you don't really get any ex extensive benefit from listening intently and because it's a it's a year sort of review thing and and it's an annual and if it's not your group you're not going to be listening as well and you kind of just be there to be there but the staff ask you to listen intently and ask questions and what's so 
important about asking questions. I've said this. I keep saying this, but I, it just keeps coming because it's so crucial. It really shows that you're being a a proponent of of whatever is being presented towards you. You're you are enthralled and engrossed in what's being presented towards you and that's all that we really want as people we just want people to listen to us no matter if the if the medium is a science presentation or a dei panel it's we just want to be heard you and me i I know you do and when people ask questions it, it it just indicates that they are and it's great it's great and and there aren't people that ask many questions and those that do i really applaud you and and just generally people who are curious i I really respect those type of people and i'm trying to implement more more genuine curious curiosity in my daily but it just goes to show that those people really are in touch with themselves and 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 the type of person that they wish to be perceived as not even that like maybe they just are genuinely love to learn and that is just really a remarkable quality. Moral of the story. Seek more. You will never stop growing. You'll never stop learning. I feel like there have been videos of people on their deathbed saying that you'll never stop growing, no matter how stubborn or ignorant you think you are. Truly. There's so much to learn. You learn something new every day. And I think being curious and digesting what's being given to you and being able to, for lack of a better word, regurgitate that back, it's a skill and it needs to be practiced. But once you embody that, I think the people around you will appreciate it and they'll understand the sort of quality of human that you are. And we should, and isn't that the end goal, just striving to be better people? The last thing I wish to come across as is elitist and condescending and patronizing. But I really, really, truly feel sorry for the people who don't really have or really harness the ability to look deeper within themselves. I think truly... a lot of the time the answer to to wanting to grow is to to look deeper and and you know for some people maybe it's not but i feel like it's such a widespread notion and it's so praised upon that i feel like it it may be widely applicable and i i just feel bad for people that don't really have the ability to think larger than themselves and I sometimes I wonder like really genuinely wonder what prompts people to think less superficially it's very easy to carry out non-sophisticated kind of immature not like a childlike immature but kind of not growed yet sort of conversation it's very surface level um very you know very not really going into depth about us 
and me and you and that's you know a given like maybe you're not going to talk about your your deepest confessions with someone you're not close with but i feel like in in passing conversation it's so easy to just uh, not really go deeper and i've always wondered why we're okay with that obviously you don't need to go into profound conversation every time you interact with someone but Maybe this is just a personal thing, but I've always found that talking about you and me and what really goes on with you and me is far more interesting than the latest Instagram trend or there's not even trends on Instagram anymore. The latest TikTok trend or sort of that teacher we all love or hate even. I just find that sometimes people lack substance and maybe that's me being, you know, douchey and and not really feeling people, but that's just that's just how I feel and how can you hate on me for this? But seriously, I wonder what prompts people to begin to look within themselves. Maybe they're in a hard situation and being forced to take care of something that's greater than them so maybe they have to kind of grow up a little faster and mature i'm sh- i'm sure as ad- as people get older it's it's more of adults that are able to reflect but i i feel like i haven't gone through any groundbreaking trauma that has forced me to kind of be this self-aware entity so I wonder what sort of has occurred in my past that has had that had that has you know propelled me to kind of want to look deeper. I enjoy it. It's not something that I force myself to do because I'm because I'm boring or I I I, I force myself to be disciplined. I enjoy I enjoy being in touch with myself and when I'm asked who I am and and what defines me, I feel like I have an easier time in, in getting that across. All in all, I think reflection is basically analysis and breaking apart what you do and asking questions. Why do I do this? What do I do this for? How am I doing this right? How am I doing this wrong? A lot of things can just be broken down and Asking why and how are definitely harder questions, but, you know, the hardest questions are sometimes the most essential, and I'm glad that I'm, I'm trying to take initiative, oh, sorry, I'm glad that I'm trying to take initiative and sort of being this driving factor in growth, because if I wasn't pushing myself, then who else would be? I really liked talking to you guys about this, and I, I guess that every podcast episode is a sort of analysis but i think this time i really wanted to go into it more and keep pushing just push 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 why when how what for these are all just great things really really profound lack of better word profound things profound prompts that you should just be asking yourself on a daily and i'm not perfect i don't i'm not conscious of myself all the time but when i am i'm grateful that i am and I feel like it's it definitely has made me a, a more conscious, considerate person and more sensitive towards other people and more sensitive in what I do and my actions and my dialogue. I hope that 
someone listening can take away that they should try to try to just be more involved and listen more because the more you take in the more you have to consider and it's good fuel for 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 it's good brain food and this is not easy stuff like this is this is challenging and it's 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 very it's very tailored i feel like to to mature people but i guess this is where maturity starts and i'm not really trying to gas myself up i'm 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 pretty immature in in many lights, but when it comes to this, I'm grateful that I'm I can sort of step back and analyze the big picture. And for you, I I sort of ask that you do the same, maybe even once, and see how you feel. I think having these reflection sessions really define me, and I don't know who I'd be without them. So maybe they'll do something for you, and you can totally not heed what I'm saying, and that's okay. That's okay. At least at least it went through your ears and I find that this stuff is sort of really up to you. Anyone can tell you, tell you with a bullhorn for all I care, but it's up to you to really make that difference. And whatever you do with this, I hope that it stays in there. Just just for a little while. And maybe you can manifest it into something larger, but for right now, thank you for listening. I I can't I can't express my gratefulness for you listening to my voice for this long, but I hope you have a splendid, splendid rest of your week, rest of your year. I hope that you eat something really, really yummy, um, and I hope you smile. That was super corny, but I really hope you do. You know, sometimes I, when I'm, I find that I have a genuine, like, resting, angry face, and sometimes that's that's what's genuinely putting me in a bad mood today. I was in uh, my first class was biology and I walked in and I found that I was just scowling for no reason. That was just me and I find that I was when I when I was just grinning under my mask. Yes, sometimes I I, I make myself smile because it makes you feel better. There's science behind it, but I started I started grinning under my mask and I felt better and I immediately felt lighthearted and that was just another, another example of reflection. Anyway, enough of this. Drink some water. See you next time. Thank you for listening. Bye!